right. Welcome to Prelude to Foundation. This is just a little, a little a sprinkling, I guess, of prequel information for Foundation, the series that is to come. Um, I don't want to spoil anything because this show should be enjoyed by people who've never read the book or people who've only read the first book. Um, so I don't want to inject too much outside info. But um, I've been reading, or listening rather, to the audiobook of Prelude to Foundation, which Asimov wrote many years after the success of Foundation, like the core trilogy. Uh, he wrote a few, he wrote a couple more books after the main trilogy. Um, I believe some of his there are some other books too that uh, are not part of like that core story, but are in the same universe. And then um, he wrote a couple of prequels. The first one called Prelude to Foundation. And uh, I've been been listening to that to kind of hype myself up for the TV show. I could be rereading the original book, uh, the first one in the series, but I don't know. I thought I'd go for something different and new. Anyway, um, I'm already a little uh, interested to see how the TV show handles things and if they will hint at any of this background information. So in Prelude to Foundation, um, definitely encourage people to read it. If you're curious for more, if you've uh, already devoured the main books, check this one out. Uh, But it mostly follows Harry Seldon and the beginning of Psychohistory. So he, this, this isn't spoiling anything, but he gives this talk, this math lecture, uh, kind of just saying, you know, theoretically, one could do something like this. And uh, it's more just, you know, conjecture or hearsay. Uh, he doesn't believe it to be real practical, um, you know, kind of laying out the, 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 I was about to say foundation, kind of laying out the philosophy that you see throughout the rest of the books, which is the premise of psychohistory is with enough information, you can predict what's going to happen. And I love that premise. Um, I, I, you know, personally believe in it. I don't think that we could ever achieve a perfect knowledge or perfect model of the universe. But that's the idea is that Sure, and, and this is and this is also Prelude to Foundation kind of puts Harry Seldon in the shoes of the reader of today, where he too is basically saying, "I have you know some equations, some modeling that suppose if we had enough information, you could know may, what major events would unfold in the future." And I think of this in terms of. Uh, super complex version of what we know about physical events. If I'm at a pool table and you have a rack of pool balls and you know, you've got the cue and you're lining up your pool stick and you're going to hit it with physics, as anyone who's ever seen quantum leap knows, uh, you know, you could take the time to draw out a line and see exactly where you're aiming, what angle you're hitting that ball at. And um, 
you know, a human may not be able to calculate exactly how much force they're going to hit that ball with. You know, they can say soft, medium, or or really hard.、Um, but imagine you have a robot, right, or a machine. Instead of a pool stick, you have a machine that is、um, engineered to apply, you know, ten kilograms of pressure and smack the ball exactly that hard in a precise direction. And given the, all the measurements of that pool table and all the balls on that pool table, we would, I think, be able to use some Newtonian mechanics here to calculate where all of the balls will end up when、uh, once they're hit. I don't know how you would do that, but I'm sure that you do. And you know, we have video games, we have、uh, computer animation, we have really cool special effects. All of that is because we know how physics works. And we are able to model what happens when, in a well-measured system, a specific event happens. You know what the outcome will be because we know what the laws of physics are. So psychohistory is this theory that well, if we could just measure people's brains, <laughs> or maybe not the brain itself, but if we could measure. The whole context that a person exists in this world of every conversation they have, every person that they might meet, everything they might see on the TV or read in a book—if we could measure all of that input, we could reasonably assume, based on the type of person and their upbringing and maybe their genetics—if we had all that information, and then we say, "All right,、um, you're in a car accident." Or I don't know, some some crazy event happens, right? We might know how that person would react. And、um, Harry Seldon in the book definitely from the outset says, "Well, we would never be able to do it on a person by person level, just because an individual is so complicated." But the logic of crowds, you know, game theory—if you've seen *Beautiful Mind* or know anything about that stuff—we can kind of. Gloss over some of these sharp corners that is each individual person, and start to imagine how could a mob move? How could a whole political party move? I mean, we、uh, have a lot of political science and <laughs> poll analysis dedicated to that effort. I think、uh, I think it's an interesting question, and although. We wouldn't have,、uh, we don't have the ability to measure enough input or even store all of that input for this to really become true. Hey, that's where the fiction comes into play with science fiction. I think it's really cool to see how it plays out in the story.、Um, but more than this interesting theory, I start to see、um, Harry Seldon in this Prelude book. He's running from the emperor, because in the beginning of the book, the emperor gets word of this talk that he gives. He hears this more or less explanation that I just gave to you, and the emperor of the galaxy, who lives on this planet Trantor,、uh, which I'm really excited to see what that looks like in the TV show. Sidetrack: the planet Trantor is so industrialized after millennia that the entire planet is one city. It's just a giant city, and everyone lives underground.、Uh, so, from the outside, you might see some land, but really, that's land that is growing on the surface of these metal plates and, and barriers. And most people 
live underground and they simulate what the outside world looks like. Yeah, I just thought it was kind of cool. Like a, if you took industrialization to the millionth power, what could that be? So the book, uh, the premise of this book, again, plenty in here if you want to read it yourself, is that the emperor sees this hollow film, they call it, TV broadcast uh, of the future, about this, or he, does, he hears about it, he doesn't watch it himself. Of all these uh, predictive powers Harry Seldon is proclaiming, and he calls Harry Seldon himself to come meet the emperor and, um, you know, this humble mathematician is like, well, okay, what do you want to talk to me for? And then they have this conversation where he's like, so does it work? And Harry is emphatic. No, it's, it doesn't work, n- nor could it ever work. It's insane. It would take millennia for anyone to come close to actually having this work. And even if it did work, it's not practical. Like there's no usage for this. But of course, the emperor is thinking of not necessarily making it work, but how could you leverage it for propaganda? He's thinking, even if it doesn't work, we have this seemingly reputable mathematician could put him on a hollow film. Again, it's kind of like their TV. Um, and have him proclaim, you know, there's going to be great days ahead and the empire is going to thrive. And, you know, Emperor Cleon, the first of his name, uh, is going to, you know, do all these great things. And that's what I predict according to my mathematical models. And the emperor says, it doesn't have to be true. You just have to say it. And um, I love how Asimov writes. Um, it, It makes me think of, you ever have an argument and then you go like, you walk away from that and you immediately know what you could have said better? It's like if all that had played out in real time. So Harry has this really great rebuttal. Uh, that I definitely wouldn't have thought of in the moment talking to an emperor. And he says, he's not even arguing against the emperor. He's not arguing against the idea of propaganda. He's just saying, look, man, the people wouldn't fall for that. As soon as, if I predict something that happens uh, within our lifetime, as soon as that thing does not come to be, then the people will know that I'm a fraud. And they will know that your vision is a fraud. Or, if I predict something that happens well past everyone's probable lifespan, 300 years in the future, the people won't be satisfied. They'll say, you have this, this technology, this math. Um, what good is a prediction if we would never see it to come true? How do we know if it's reliable or not? And so he tries to tell the emperor, like, please, I get what you're saying. And, you know, I'm not, I'm not saying no, but I'm just saying it's not worth it. It's not going to work. Either they know I'm a charlatan right away, or it's not good enough, and they ask for more details about what's going to happen soon. Um, and so the emperor, you know, kind of keeps pushing a little bit more and wants him to keep working on this science. And as soon as Harry Seldon leaves, he gets kind of tracked down by these secret agents. Um, and that spooks him. Someone, a uh, mysterious figure, offers to help him run and hide and sets him up in a university where he can start developing psychohistory. And that's pretty much the rest of the book, is kind of like running from the emperor. And um, so I'm not spoiling anything. That's just really the setup for the book. Um, pretty fun stuff, if you want to read it. Uh, I will say, though, that I'm starting to see uh, certain episodes 
in this prelude while he's running from the emperor before he even has uh, this psychohistory developed that uh, really play out in the foundation books. Uh, a lot of ideas are kind of mirrored here, which makes me wonder how much of this Harry Seldon philosophy, this grand plan, so to speak, uh, for foundation, um, how much of that is really in the science that he comes up with or how much is, uh, is that in just um, what he's learned from just rough history of things that have happened in the past? Because this is supposed to be more than just history. Um, it's it's a, you know, like a physics, a formula of given the history, being able to predict the future. Not just, you know, oh, we got to learn from the history. Let, you know, don't let World War II repeat itself. It's, it's more complicated than that. So I haven't quite finished the book. I was trying to finish it before tonight so I could talk about it here. Uh, but even so, I realized I probably don't want to tell everything about the book. Um, but hopefully that's enough to interest people. If you're in that category, people who are excited about this show and you've read the books, definitely go check out Prelude to Foundation. Uh, if you haven't, again, uh, I don't think there's any particular order. Watch the show, read book one, read the prelude, whatever order you want. Uh, we can have that Star Wars debate later. All right, so that's it from me. A quick note about scheduling. I think the plan is um, try to get everyone to watch each episode when it comes out on Friday night and talk about it <clears throat> soon after on Saturday. I do got to be honest, I, I, need, I need to uh, give myself some padding to actually edit and post the episode. So um, I'm probably I'm debating between posting it like on a Sunday I work really quickly or wait and drop it Thursday right before the next episode comes out so everyone can listen to the podcast on Thursday, watch the new show on Friday. Um, yeah, let me know what you think. Send a tweet to at sorry topic, or you can email us podcast at joshandrob.com. Um, or I don't know, send a carrier pigeon. <laughs> uh, so yeah, this is, uh, Unfortunately, not about the episode that just came out today. I'll be watching that tonight and talking about that tomorrow. If you want to join us live, uh, click on the Discord link, which is in the description of this episode. If the link is not working for any reason, go to our website, joshandrob.com, and you can find it on there. Till next time, uh, hopefully I'll be in, uh, joined by some guests so you don't have to hear me ramble forever. <laughs> uh, so yeah, tune in next week. See ya.